Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Thought Topic. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez. Back at it with another freaking beautiful episode. (laughs) Guys, I'm clearly doing well. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad everyone is back. We're back. This is a solo dolo episode today. We're going to talk about self-doubt. I'm going to answer some advice. I'm going to just spew out some bullshit and you guys are going to love it. So real quick, I just want to thank you guys for supporting the show. Thought Topic is now hosted by Anchor, which is a platform for podcasting. It helps creators monetize their show. So if you've ever been interested in podcasting, would death 10 out of 10 recommend Anchor. It's really freaking cool. And also, Anchor has this cool feature that's called listener support, and it's linked in the episode description on like Spotify or whatever you're listening on. And it shows you different ways you can support my show monetarily if you so desire to, which is really cool for me because I've tried out, as you know, like a few different platforms like Patreon, all that stuff. And I think what's cool about Anchor is that it's all like centralized. So it doesn't have to be like all these different links and things for me to manage. Cause like I have a lot on my plate. And while I could stretch myself thin even more, it's nice that it's all in one location. So if you want to check that out, that's going to be in the episode description or the show description on the thought topic page on whatever streaming platform you're on. So be sure to check that out. Also, if you would like to submit a thought tale, a thought tale is a slutty story. You could also submit a question or advice that you would like to share on the show. Um, You can either leave it anonymous or you can write your name. And I assume if you write your name, you want me to shout you out, just throwing that out there. I also assume that if you want to tell me something or if you write me something in, you are okay with me sharing it. Just would like to say that. (laughs) So um, if you would like to submit a story, thought tale, et cetera, that link is also in the episode description. Um, let's see what else. Oh, next week we will have an episode. And then the following week I will be in Mexico, the motherland. I'm so fucking excited. Um, fun, fun tip or fun fact about me. I have never been out of the country. I've been to Canada, but I don't think that counts because I'm from the Midwest. And this is exciting for me because I like, I mean, it's as it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. I never traveled as a child. Like I grew up in a big family. We didn't have the money or funds for that. And like putting myself through college also like not in the realm of possibilities for me. But with that being said, like I'm excited that I'm like now going to be a traveler girly. The passport is ready. I am just, yeah, I'm so fucking excited. I haven't taken a vacation in a while either. And clearly I could use one. (laughs) I say that as if everyone knows what's going on in my life. So I guess like a little fun update. Um, Okay, let's see. Right now I have my two side hustle jobs. I'm taking an acting class. I uh, out of nowhere am like getting a fucking ton of auditions, which like I don't even mean that in like a braggy or complaining kind of way. It's just like a fact. Like, I don't know if like people who don't work a freelance job or like a creative in the creative field, they don't, I think, really understand how those kind of things work. Like sometimes people will be like, oh, how's auditioning going? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to get auditions. I'm submitting for shit. And then out of nowhere, it'll be you have 10 auditions to do this week. Figure it out. And it's kind of stressful, but it's exciting because like I feel like 
within the past year, I've been really grateful for the types of opportunities I'm getting. Like when I first moved to New York, I just would audition for everything, like things that are really big or things that are like not so big, but give me experience. And I feel like now most auditions that come my way are like career changing things, which is like cool to see. You know what I mean? Like it's rare that I like get an audition from my agent or like for myself. That's just like some shitty little, I don't know, like something that's not going to advance my or level up my life or my career. So that's exciting. But anyway, with that being said, um, okay, what else? Um, I'm managing a household. Uh, <laughs> I say that like, it's like, that means something um what i mean by that is i'm a neat freak and i've been trying to keep my house clean while juggling all these things so i get stressed out about it so if i don't like make my bed in the morning i'm just like today's gonna be shitty i don't know why i have that connection in my brain but i guess i do um so yeah so needless to say this vacation is very well deserved on my end and i am extremely grateful and like thankful to have these opportunities but it is a lot so excited to relax also i want to talk about this quick little segment before i get into my self-doubt talk um that's the theme for today we're going to talk about self-doubt and fears and how to overcome that but this is a little segment i want some feedback on and i would love to know my thoughties thoughts on this um so okay when it comes to posting relationships on social media, I have been like the extreme before where I would consistently post about a relationship. And then I've also been the opposite of that where I wouldn't post one about it at all. And then now, as you guys know that I'm in a new relationship, like I guess as of this year, I've been trying to find like a good balance of that, especially because like my boyfriend doesn't really use social media like that. Like he also is just not, <laughs> he, I mean, he's a Scorpio. He likes his air of mystery, you know, like my astrology bitches validate this for me. Like he doesn't want his picture taken. And like, he loves that. Like, this is my thing like that. I'm into the whole podcasting content creation thing. And like, I want to be an actor. He's like, yes, babe, you go, you do that. But like, he's like, I don't want to, I don't want my picture taken all the time. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I like always have people in my DMs or people hitting me up like, oh, I thought you had a boyfriend and I do. I didn't make him up. <laughs> Not me using my podcast to be like, guys, I swear I have a boyfriend. I swear someone likes me. Um, so yeah, so I feel like I'm trying, like, him and I have been laughing about this recently where I keep trying to sneak pictures of him while we're doing things. And he's like, Christian, stop trying to take pictures of me to prove that I'm real. <laughs> and I'm like, obviously the only way to validate our relationship is if I constantly post about it. Right. Isn't that the idea or the thought process behind it? So I just think it's funny. And like, I don't know. I mean, obviously it's not anyone's business anyway. And I'll post it about my boyfriend when I feel like it, but it's just, I don't know. It's just funny to me because it's such a thin line. I think like as a culture between like posting your man too much and not posting them enough, because if you don't post them enough, people are like, Whoa, why aren't you posting him? What's going on? But then if you post too much, that is very cringy. Like everyone's like, okay, we get it. You're in a relationship. Uh, like, why are you overcompensating? Um, and honestly, I think it's better to err on like not posting as often than posting too much because like 
then you can use the whole like privacy thing like you never know like people's business but then also yeah i i would i guess i would rather be that person than the person who posts too much but i overshare anyway so i don't really know i'm trying to find boundaries <laughs> so let me know what you guys think um also this is coming from a girl who used to post people like my dates <laughs> like my first or second dates with people on my instagram and my friends were just like what is wrong with you like why are you, like christian who is this guy you posted on your story i'm like oh he's my date and they're like why are you doing that ah good times anyway y'all so let me know what you guys think oh last last part about this and then i'll move on to a new another segment um, I also think people who have super long captions for their partner are definitely overcompensating. Like if you have to write a long ass caption for your boyfriend on your anniversary, like I know you guys are on the verge of breaking up. <laughs> like if you say we've had our ups and downs, why am I, why am I someone who is randomly in your biology class freshman year of college? Why do I know you and your boyfriend have had ups and downs because you wrote it on Instagram? Stop. Thought tip. If you do that, don't do it. Like, even if you had ups and downs, just don't say it. <laughs> oh, man. I used to, I used to post when I would post about my um, ex, my toxic ex. Um, it was funny because when we broke up and I was telling like I remember I was talking to one of my friends on the phone and I was telling her what happened and about our relationship and why we broke up and she was like oh my god you guys seemed so happy though and I was like girl no you see me on social media like that doesn't mean I'm happy this shit is so fabricated come on anyway just wanted to throw that there so sound off let me know what you think all right moving on um Ooh, let's do a little movie review so earlier this week my boyfriend and i speaking of we went to go see don't worry darling um which everyone in their fucking mom has heard slash talked about for the past like what year um uh, if you don't know about the drama surrounding this movie essentially olivia wilde the director of this movie um, originally cast Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf. Then Shia LaBeouf left the movie and she said she fired him. But then recently, um, Shia LaBeouf said, hold on, bitch, I got receipts and said that he wasn't fired and posted this video of Olivia Wilde basically begging him to stay in the movie, I guess. And then Florence Pugh, who is chef's kiss, one of my favorite actresses, honestly, um, she hasn't been doing press for the movie so people think there's like there's speculation basically on whether or not like it was a good experience for her to work on the film also harry styles took over and then a harry styles and olivia wilde started dating yada 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 that's basically all you need to know oh and then people think harry styles spit on chris pine at the premiere in venice um which is just like y'all why did we <laughs> I fucking hate the internet. Like, why do people think that? <laughs> but whatever, that's old news. Anyway, so yeah, so I went to go see the movie and honestly, like, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. And I mean, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but maybe it's because I had lower expectations just because of the controversy, just because I know Harry Styles isn't like that seasoned of an actor. But I guess like, 
first of all, Florence Pugh is just a great actress. So like she was giving 100%, 10 out of 10, eating it up. Um, but I don't know. I really like the concept. I mean, anything that is really stylized, I like enjoy watching. I think that's like why I like love theater and acting i just love like specificity of like time period and fashion and like the whole aesthetic of the movie and the way that it was shot was like i don't know i i like i understood how it related thematically what the fuck do do i sound like i'm writing a paper like why why am i trying to sound scholarly whatever anyway the point is (laughs) um i thought it was good and i think it's definitely worth seeing um Spoiler, I love that Olivia Wilde was successful in making Harry Styles unattractive in this movie. Um, Like the scene where he looks rough. I'm like, damn, I am scared of him. So good on her for that. And I honestly kind of feel bad for her because I feel like she's getting like a bad rap now. But I don't think the movie was that bad. And I thought her character Bunny was like cute and fun. Like if I wanted to audition for this movie, I would want to be that character. Um, there's also this quote that was viral, the, that Harry Styles said that this movie feels like, you know, a movie, like a real go to the theater movie. Cringe. Um, (laughs) and I gotta be honest, it did feel like a movie. I get what Mr. Styles was trying to say. Um, cause like I said, it was kind of like theatrical, gr- like larger than life that, yeah, it felt kind of like you were watching an old movie or TV show. Like when we think of like glamour, old Hollywood, right? So anyway, uh, was that quote from Harry still funny? Yes. But I get what he's trying to say, but he did sound, you know, kind of like not, not all that bright, but <laughs> My point is, I think it's worth seeing, especially if you like Margaret Atwood writings, if you like Handmaid's Tale, if you like dystopian, like feminist, uh, I guess, literature, go see it. See what you think. Okay, guys. So today I wanted to talk about self-doubt and just touch on a little mental health because why not? That's just as someone who like consistently has like a, a mental health issues um I feel like I I don't know I'm doing well recently and I've been reflecting a lot on like how I've grown since I don't know in the past year I guess and I just wanted to talk about it today because I think it's just something we can all relate to that uh could I don't know maybe you might find helpful or insightful if you have a lot of self-doubt or if you suffer from self-doubt in the way that I do So first thing I want to say, doubting yourself in this economy makes sense. (laughs) Like everything we've been through in life in the past, like what, two, three years has just been like, just astronomically, like when I was younger thinking about like the struggles I would have like post-graduation, like as an adult, these are not the things I thought I would have issues with. Like I wasn't like, oh, Christian, you know, when you graduate and you're like trying to like become an actor and like creative person, you're going to have to deal with um, like a a life-threatening virus and you're not going to be able to leave your house for like three months. Um, (laughs) 
And like, you're also not going to have to worry about like all this, like other crazy, like trauma that you've dealt with. Right. Um, so let me back it up. Let's see. Self-doubt, self-doubt. Um, when I, ever since I was young, I feel like I've always been kind of pretty confident. Like, and even if I didn't feel the most confident, I feel like I always, I always was able to like compensate, right? Like fake it till you make it, right? Like that's a thing people say. So I definitely was like extra, like I've always been extroverted. I've always been very talkative. It's always been easy for me to make friends. I just, you know, just it's very, I'm an easy person to like. <laughs> uh, Libra rising showing. Anyway. And so because of that, um, I felt like I kind of, as many extroverted people do, I just like tucked away any insecurities and it was always hard for me to kind of like be vulnerable with other people. Um, it was always hard for me to be honest about when things were more difficult for me and when, um, it's things I were feeling insecure about. Like, I feel like I like because you know when you're that fun like extroverted person when you're the funny friend or the like the outgoing friend that's the role you always have to be like in your family with your friend groups like people who know you they're counting on you to like lift them up right and so little baby Christian is like oh, Christian you cannot open up to people what the hell especially not people who like you're in a relationship with that's crazy anyway but I um yeah, but what I've come to like accept about myself, like, I think especially recently, recently in my adulthood is that I just am a sensitive person. Like I, I'm so sensitive. Like I, <laughs> let's see. Um, I, one of my biggest insecurities is I constantly think about like what other I worry about what other people think about me like I want people to think that I am hardworking. I want people to respect me like I want people to think like my work is good like I I don't I like have really had to work on not letting what other people think about me bother me because it used to just terrorize me and I like some people are just naturally so fucking good at that like I just I am always in awe of people who can just like not give a fuck like that is just so impressive to me and not to say that like people who like I don't mean people who put on the facade of like oh I don't give a fuck but they like actually do and they like act like bullies and bully out. I mean, people who really don't like let shit bother them or let little shit bother them. They're like, yeah, you just can't care. I have always wanted to be like that so badly my whole life. Um, and I think I've made a lot of progress. Like I definitely am releasing a lot of my people pleasing tendencies, but I think just like as women, we're conditioned to be that way. You know what I mean? Like we're conditioned to like keep the peace, keep people happy, et cetera, et cetera. And that is just like a big worry and doubt I always have of mine is like, Christian, you always have to prove something, right? And it's like, what do we have to prove? You know what I mean? Like once something happens and you've quote unquote proven yourself, then, then what? Like, then you kind of like lose your whole identity, right? Because it's like, okay, think about this. 
uh let's say you know you're uh, you're trying to play a professional sport let's say you're like you're a little baby football player right and (laughs) what business do i have making a sport analogy but here we go just bear with me so let's say you want to play football and you're a professional football player and you go and you play sports professionally and you make it to the nfl and you make it so far and you win the super bowl like early on in your career and all these people were telling you you can't do it and you finally do it like that's an amazing accomplishment but then it's like okay so now what what is your and then like you see it happen with people you see it happen with celebrities like their whole world falls apart because they you made your identity for so long uh to be like just proving people wrong and i just realized like i just can't live that way like what do i have to prove to anyone and maybe i had this little chip on my shoulder because like as a child i didn't have like a lot of access to opportunities in the way that i wanted to like like i said i didn't grow up with money at all like i had to put myself through school i had to like i mean the whole reason i don't have a driver's license i don't know if my listeners knew this but i don't have a driver's license because um when i was in high school i was really into theater and i was really in a choir and i was really into extracurricular curricular activities and my mom was paying for me to do voice lessons because i really wanted to like get better at singing so i could like be better in like musicals and plays and stuff and my mom was like well honey i can't like pay for you to do singing lessons and for you to like get driver's training and learn your and all that stuff so you like you're gonna have to pick one and if you do this you have to be really serious about it and we have to work hard for it you know what i mean and i picked you know taking the singing lessons because i was like as a young age i was like this is what i like i want to get better like i want to be a creative person you know what i mean um And I bring that up because it's just like, because I always had all these like things, like I kind of had to make sacrifices in different ways. Why am I getting emotional? I'm like getting choked up talking about this. But I think like, because I had to make different sacrifices, it kind of gave me this chip on my shoulder where it's like, you have to prove yourself, Christian. And what I've really learned in my time, especially in therapy is like, I don't owe anyone anything. I only owe myself what I like what I would like to reward myself with and I can be proud of like how far I've come accomplishments I've had in my life and it only has to be good enough for me it doesn't have to be good enough for anyone else and so yeah I just think that like that's a really really common feeling for people um I mean thought topic you know we talk about relationships a lot you can apply that to relationships too it's like okay you people are constantly like doubting themselves when it's like oh will i ever find love will i ever find a relationship will i ever find someone you know who will be loyal to me you know like we have all these self we all have this negative talk and these like self-doubts and you know those like that voice in your head that like says all those evil little like bullshit things to you that really can fuck you up like that really can bring you to a sad sad dark place and like if you've ever been in that place my heart really goes out to you because like that's something i've really had to like fight against like those have been my demons you know what i mean like to just feel like 
the fullest and best version of yourself. And like when that voice has been loud in my head has been the like hardest times in my life. Like when the self doubt voice was so loud, like it was debilitating. There was like a month I couldn't get out of my bed. And that was what I think like 2021. I was so sad and so full of like, I, I felt so weak and like lonely and hurt that I like, I couldn't leave my house. One of my friends, I remember one of my best friends, he came to my house and he was like, yo, Christian, you can't be like this. You gotta get up, girl. And like, he like picked me up and we like went for a walk and we like hung out all day. And you know what I mean? Like, like that that voice can really just destroy you. And so, I, I mean, I have a couple different tips to to fight that, but I really just wanna let you guys know that if you've ever felt that way, like I really, 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 really mean this. You are not alone. And I know it sounds corny and I know it sounds cliche, but you know what's worse than being cringy or cliche or whatever? Being alone and feeling like you don't have anyone who gets it. And so if no one has told you they get it, I fucking get it, okay? Oh my God, I need to stop. Like I did not think I was gonna be this emotional talking about it, but like I'm kind of tearing up. <clears throat> Fun fact, bad bitches do cry. Um, this just in. <laughs> Breaking news, bad bitches cry. Um, anyway, so let's get into some tips on um, how to fight uh, doubting yourself or self-doubt. Number one, have like a network, a community, or like someone, something that can like pull you out and be like, no, 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 that you're just making that up. Those doubts, those voices aren't, that voice telling you that you're doubting yourself is not real. Now, what I mean by that is that could either be your family, that could be your friends, that could be, um, I don't know, a content creator you follow that you find inspirational, like, that could be your religion. That could be people you go to, I don't know, church with. Like, whatever, like, makes you feel good and helps, like, you, like, uh, that, whatever, whatever that community could be to help ground you, like, you're gonna need that. Yeah, whatever that community be may be, that's what's gonna ground you and remind you of who you are. You just always have to have reminders of, like, who you are so that way you know, like, when you start, when that doubt starts creeping in and those worries and your fears start, like, taking over, then it's like, okay, what can, like, pull me back? And for people, that's different things. Like, me, what? I use, I annoy my boyfriend so that he tells me he loves me every day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but honestly though, like I like have my friends, my family, like the people I've been closest with the longest, they're always the ones who are like, Christian, like you got this, you are the shit. Like my fucking manager, like my fucking agent, they're always like, you are the shit. I mean, granted, like they, we have a reciprocated relationship but it helps you know what i mean it helps me feel good it helps me feel like okay you're right when i start like spiraling out like being like can i do this so having that network having that community is like so important um let's see whenever you start to feel self-doubt or worry another thing i like to do is um Okay, this is depending on what the worry could be. This is kind of like an exercise I do whenever I like have a lot of anxiety and I start really worrying about something or having doubt. I just like try to step away from whatever I'm doing and like ground myself. So I'll like 
let's say I'm at home, I'm trying to work on something and I'm getting really frustrated. I'll like leave and go into another room and do something else to try to like distract from it. I that used to help me in college a lot actually too with like when I used to get really bad anxiety attacks about like homework or schoolwork. Like it just helped when I would like get up and like leave my apartment and like do something else. Sometimes it even like just the change of scenery helps. You can like go for a walk. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be a long time, but enough for you to like ground yourself and be like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Like, I remember like one time, maybe this was like sometime last year, I like went to the gym and I was like trying to do a workout and I was getting really frustrated. And I started having that negative voice in my head that was like, you're weak, you're, you look bad, you should be doing better than this, all that shit, right? And I just was like, you know what? I'm just not going to do it today. Like I like I don't need to be sitting here like punishing myself. And I just got up. I like got my shit and I just left the gym and I called one of my friends. I was like, do you want to go do something? And I went and hung out with my friend and had a good time. You know what I mean? And I just was like, I don't have to punish myself. And like that used to be my biggest. Oh, my God. Like that. That used to be my shit. I was like, how can, what are different ways I can fucking punish myself? And it's just like, why? Why do we do that? It's like the same as like staying with someone you know doesn't give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you punishing yourself? Like, you don't deserve that. So, anyway, the change of scenery, the switch up, taking a break and like grounding yourself and like focusing on something else, do it. That like helps, especially like when it's strong in the moment. Ooh, really strong. And let's see, the last tip I have for when you're really doubting yourself is honestly just cry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and the last tip that I have is just know that like everyone feels this way and just try to normalize it and take comfort in that. Like literally everyone in the fucking world experiences this shit. Like even the most like, I don't know. Uh, I was going to say Beyonce, but I was going to not. I wasn't going to try to say Beyonce because I feel like everyone says Beyonce. But like even Beyonce has moments where she's like, damn, I'm just like not feeling it today. You know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, don't like really don't stress it. And like, it's OK if you want to just feel it like feel it out for a little bit. Like sometimes I'm just like I just am in a shitty mood and I'm just going to go like feel shitty or like just go chill and like relax until I don't feel bad anymore and just like accept the feeling instead of being like I don't want to feel this way anymore and letting it build and build and build and get and be like this like eruption of emotion or like feelings you know so just normalize it and know that like everyone feels that way so I hope that helped you guys like I hope I don't know. I don't know, Thotties, if you're feeling doubtful, like regardless if it's like, you know, you don't feel like you deserve like the opportunities that come to you. You don't feel like you deserve like a good relationship or you feel like you don't deserve like success in your life. Like that's just it, it's just we're, we're taught to be that way and just know it's not real. It's not based in reality. And everything good that happens to you is, I believe, totally on purpose. So find joy in that, find comfort in that. And uh, with that being said, my sermon is done. Uh, the Church of Christian, like Dior, is over for today. <laughs> and um, let's get into some 
thought tales slash advice. All right. So I had someone write this into me. So let's see what it says. All right. The name from the story is called Situation Shit. And this is what they this is what they wrote in. I need advice, thoughties. I've been seeing a guy for two months who has told me he loves me, wants to be in a relationship down the line. Literally, he said he wants to, quote, be that person for me on, quote, the good days and the bad days. Now he's saying he misjudged how soon he'd be ready for a relationship. He got out of one eight months ago. And we need to go back to being explicitly casual. Do you think it's a bad idea to stick around? Our sex life was amazing, like a better than I've ever had. So I'd like to be able to hit him up. But I wonder if it's too late to separate my feelings and hopes for the future with him from reality. Thank you and love you. All right, situation shit. I feel like y'all already know what I'm going to say to this. But please be for real. Like, <laughs> I I think you just really got to be honest with yourself. Like, I don't personally, I think nine times out of ten, you're not going to be able to separate your feelings from emotions. And even though that's fun and it makes it exciting and good sex, Like, I promise you, you can have amazing sex with anyone. It might not seem like it at the time because that's the person you most recently had amazing sex with. But like sexual chemistry is always something you can build on and always like you can find someone that you have really good sexual chemistry with naturally. I know it sucks because like when you find someone that it just clicks with, you're like, oh, but I like I want this to work. But but I, maybe part of the reason it is good is because you have feelings for him. And so you're just like setting yourself up for heartbreak. I think if you keep going on with it, you know, maybe in the future after you, you know, you don't have feelings for him anymore, maybe. But I think right now that's just like not in the realm of possibility. So I think, I think, you know, you got to cut him off, but you don't want to. So I'm going to tell you uh, that's what you got to do. Honestly, like, I get it though like sometimes like honestly I think sometimes the like tension and like knowing you can't have the person makes it better than it is take it from me like there was someone I thought I had great sexual chemistry with it was great and then we stopped seeing each other and then I was like damn like I fucked that up like we should I should hit him up again and then we did it again and it just it wasn't as good it didn't hit the same so I think honestly like that's part of the reason why I say maybe it's because you have feelings for him because I feel like for me I always have better sex with somebody if I have like feelings for them I mean don't get me wrong like you can have good casual sex too and like I definitely have but I like I prefer to have sex I think at least in this era of my life in my quiet wifey era I prefer to have sex with somebody that like you actually genuinely like uh and they like you back it's kind of crazy but yeah it's kind of it's it feels nice to feel like someone likes you you know what i mean so and not everyone you have sex with has to be like your fucking husband or boyfriend or whoever but like i don't know i think that once the feelings are involved it's hard to remove it so i'm gonna say you gotta go if you want to be toxic do one more time no i'm kidding don't 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 do that but unfortunately you gotta go so all right thoughties that is all i have for you this week so to wrap up the show we are going to do thought anthem of the week a thought anthem is a song that makes you feel sexy empowered 
Like, you're just that bitch. And honestly, today, I really was thinking about it. I was, like, on the subway today, and I was listening to my Thought Anthem of the Week playlist, and I really was thinking to myself, like, yeah, I am that bitch. Like, that's so incredible to me that I woke up today, and, like, I just am that bitch. And a Thought Anthem just reminds you of that. And when it comes to self-doubt, like we said, you got to be reminded of it. you got to have your triggers. you got to have your reminders, the alarms ready to go to, you know, remind you that you are that bitch so <clears throat> remember that thought anthem of the week playlist is always available on spotify um and there will be a link to that in the episode description so the thought anthem for this week is to be loved am i ready by lizzo this song is just like lizzo is always good vibes she is like so unapologetic unapologetically herself i've always been a lizzo stan and it actually it really makes me sad when people give lizzo hate because she just like totally embodies like i don't give a fuck attitude her music is so fun it's so empowering it's like it's just cute it's it's pop but it's different and it just like it just represents her and her brand so well so this song to be loved i think like i said goes with the theme for this week which is being sure of yourself, not letting doubt creep in, and being ready to accept love and happiness in your life. And that's where I'm at, baby. So To Be Loved by Lizzo is the thought anthem this week, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So thank you guys for supporting the show. If you like this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social media, rate it five stars, write a review, literally tell everyone about it. <laughs> tell everyone about it. If you want to support that topic, make sure, like I said, to check out the listener support link. Send me your money. I'm just kidding. Um, but thank you guys again. Literally anything you do, literally clicking subscribe or just like having the show pop up in your phone it helps me a lot and I love you for it. Um, also, if you want to follow that topic, we are at the thought topic there's a zero in thought if you want to follow me it is christian like dior on tiktok and christian like dior with two r's on instagram uh, i haven't changed it on twitter but i think i'm gonna delete my twitter because i'm just like not into it anymore it's just like exhausting and the only time i go on twitter is literally when like celebrities are fighting or i want to like find out what people are saying about like news but I just like, I don't like posting it anymore. Anyway, I love you guys. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be back next week with more That Topic. I love you. Mwah.